Welcome back to another episode of Love is Beauty Podcast, where we discuss mental health, self-love, and self-worth. I'm your host, Lamikiana. Today, I wanted to talk about, it's okay to ask for help. I feel like we, we as women, or just in general, we don't like to ask for help. We feel that if we ask for help, it, it shows a sense of weakness. It shows that we can't hold ourselves together. But it's like, sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need to say it out loud that we need help. And it's okay to need help. It's okay to say you're not okay. It's okay to say I'm not in my best state of mind right now. It's okay. Do you know how high the suicide rate is as of today? That is one of the most most like deaths in the past year and that's sad because we are not speaking up of how we really feel and we're not saying what needs to be said we're holding on to so many things and we're never asking for help we're never saying we're not we're we're not okay when we have conversations with others what is the main thing that you have rehearsed in your mind I'm doing well, everything's going good, you know, I have no complaints. But really, inside, you are hurting, you're in pain, you don't know how to express yourself, but it's okay to say that. I don't know how to express myself in this moment because I'm going through a lot of emotions, but I'm not okay. I've been struggling with this, I've been struggling with trauma, I've been struggling with not knowing where I want to go in life. I've been struggling with multiple different things. And instead, we utilize drugs, alcohol, many other things that we feel will help us to, you know, cope with things. But in the instance, we are actually making it worse. Mind you, when you use a certain type of drug or you use alcohol or you, you know, you have sex or, you know, just anything to get your mind off what's really going on. You use that as a tool to ensure you don't think about it. But remember, that's only short term. That's not long term. So that's why you keep feeding for it. You keep craving for it because that is a that is a feeling, a temporary feeling that you like because you are not okay And in that instance, you are finding yourself as okay in that moment. But what about the time when, like, when you, you know, you sobered up, the drugs are wearing off, you know, after sex is done, what do you do next? You keep going back to it because it's a craving. But the thing about it is, it's just so hard for you to say, I need help. You don't want to go to self-groups. You don't want to open up because you feel like you show a sense of weakness. But you're not weak. You're powerful. You have so much power in just saying, I'm not okay. I need help. People are so scared to do therapy. People are so scared to open up because it shows a sense of weakness. But you're not weak. You're actually showing so much strength in that moment. You're showing a side of vulnerability vulnerability that not a lot of people show 
not everybody is okay with expressing themselves and it's hard to express yourself it's hard to say i need help those words are so hard for people to say because again it shows a sense of weakness it shows that you're not together you don't have it put together like you like you show off that you have it together you don't have it together and it's okay not to have it together it's okay not to have life figured out everybody is on the road of just trying to figure out life everybody is trying to find the happiness in life everyone's trying to find that sense of peace but what are we willing to do for that we're utilizing short-term things as long-term illnesses have you thought about that we're using short-term things short-term feelings you know just the feeling or the interaction in that moment but it leaves us with long-term illness long-term trauma that we're we're building and we're building and we're building up but what about the times when we actually get back to that moment that we're feeling all the pain at once then we then when we go towards things that make us feel that sense of let me draw away from that i don't want to get too emotionally attached to that moment but you're not healing from that and you have to talk about it you have to open up and say that you need help you have to it's not it's for you everybody has to realize that you asking for help is for you it's not for the other person it's not for anybody who's done something to you it's for you it's for you because you are the one that's holding on to that you are the one that's having to carry that burden on you every single day so you have to fix it you have to open up and say that i need help please ask for help you guys please open up to what needs to be done for you you must open up you're not weak you're not you're not what people sit out to be when somebody says they're not okay oh you're weak you you don't know how to hold it together everybody goes through things whatever yes everybody goes through things but some people have a certain way of coping with things and they utilize those coping ways to get to the other side to make it feel like that temporary feeling but what about on the other side when that temporary feeling is gone they need something else they're craving something else ask for help people please ask for help i remember um a time my personal only experience um after i had my son I went through postpartum depression mind you your mind can create some bad thoughts when you let it when you allow it to i didn't know how to ask for help even though you know <clears throat> sorry even though you know it was resources out there that you know talked about postpartum depression and how you know how impactful it can be about you know when you're having a child how your emotions are everywhere everything is changing in your body everything is you know flowing in a different direction it's flowing here it's flowing there it's it's just so much going on and changing within your body but what about the mind 
the mind is also changing. The mind is also evolving. The mind is also doing things on its own. Yes, having a baby is a, a beautiful moment. But what about that after moment when it, it's like, I don't know, it just becomes evil and, you know, it comes, it just, it's a feeling that, you know, everyone says it's so beautiful at that time, but the aftermath is sometimes scary. It's scary to, you know, bring a human into life. It's scary to go through delivery and complications and, you know, just different things that happen during, during the birth of your child. They, nobody really wants to talk about that. Nobody really wants to talk about how scary in that moment is, you know, some people lose babies during that time. Some people, you know, everybody doesn't make it out of there. So it's like postpartum depression was hard for me to even express myself. But I was having these negative thoughts that just kept replaying in my mind. Everything was out to get me. Everybody was out to get my baby. Everything was just negative. Everything was very negative. I... I remember I was at the doctor and he was asking, was I having any, you know, any like bad anxiety, which I was having bad anxiety. You know, I, like I said, I was having very negative thoughts. Um, it was like my mind was everywhere and I didn't know how to get out of that, but I didn't ask for help. I thought I could cope with it. I thought I would get through it, but I didn't, but I felt like I created a negative space where you know, what if they take my child? What if they say I'm an unfit mother? What if they, you know, everything that you can think of that could go wrong in that moment, just saying I'm going through postpartum depression, I thought of it. I thought of every aspect. Like I said, I thought that if I said something, you know, they would take my child, they would say I'm an unfit mother or whatever the case may be. So I didn't say anything. But how many months that I that I went through postpartum depression was, um, yeah, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. Having a new baby, still in college, still got classes to go to, still got bills, still got this, still got that. It was a lot. It was a lot. It took me a while to get out of that space, like really get out of that space because like I said, I didn't ask for help. So I had to figure it out. I had to figure out how was I going to get out of this? How was I going to evolve and grow from this moment? But I did it on my own because I felt like that was the only way I could get through it. But it's okay to ask for help. And I, I eventually felt like I should have asked for help because maybe I haven't healed from that trauma. Maybe I haven't healed from when I had complications during my during the birth of my son. I went through, you know, I had to have an emergency C-section. Mind you, I just had a wreck like two days before I had my son. So um, my boyfriend and I were in a really bad car crash. And mind you, my son was supposed to be born that day, but he didn't. And I was rushed to the hospital. And then two days later, my well, no, not two days, four days later, my son came. But the thing about it is all that was playing in my head. I was scared from the car wreck. 
I, you know, it was just so much building up onto that, that created postpartum depression for me. And like you said, it can happen to anybody. It can happen just at birth. It can happen to anyone who's having a baby who has, you know, just any, you know, any type of birth that has, you know, defects or, or anything that happens in the birth room that really can create a scary reaction to what what could happen and i just kept thinking in my mind in the in the delivery room i hope my baby's okay i hope my baby's okay that was the the mindset i had but after i had him after i seen him and after that it's just like postpartum depression was coming harder and harder on me i couldn't see my son for four days um, he was at a different hospital. It was just a lot. It was a lot. I I feel like I almost want to cry right now because I've never said it out loud. Not to really anyone about, you know, my complications during delivery and birth, but it was hard. So, like I said, it was a lot going on between the car wreck between after I had my baby it was just a lot it was a lot playing in my head that just you know just kept coming back just kept coming back even though I had him and he you know he was healthy as possible but you know um he his femur was broken at birth and it was just it was a lot it was a lot I say all that to say that I'm not saying your experiences are as traumatic as mine or anything that you know happens to you um where you don't know what to do please ask for help it's so many resources out here um for domestic violence you know um postpartum depression um depression anxiety all those resources are out for you all you have to do is ask for help and I know some of them are, you know, anonymous. You don't have to say your name or anything. If you don't feel comfortable saying your name, go into the anonymous part. Get you some help. Don't be afraid to say you need help. If you don't have anybody surrounded around you, I suggest that you use some of the resources that are all in your state or anything. Because when you don't and you allow and you let this build up, build up, build up, it creates a state of mind that is really hard to get out of when you don't ask for help, when you don't say what you need to say that's stuck in your mind because when it's replaying in your head, it becomes more negative, more negative, more negative, more negative, more negative because you have allowed it to keep replaying in your mind and after a certain amount of times that it has been replayed it becomes more things that open your eyes to this this happening that and it you know it, that's when the anxiety comes in because you're afraid you don't know you know you don't want anybody to touch you you have a reaction to anything that makes you feel where you were back in this state of mind so as for help please don't be afraid to open up because don't allow your fears to overpower what's need what needs to happen and that is for you to ask for help don't be afraid of what's on the other side 
just be open-minded to the idea that you will be okay on the other side. Everything will get better when you allow it to. Don't allow the, the state of mind of where you are right now. Think of the state of mind you will be once that healing that healing side comes on that side of just asking for help how relieved your body is how the tenseness releases from your body how your shoulders breeze down how your breathing changes how your how your presence changes just in that moment of opening up asking for help knowing that on the other side I'm getting this help for the benefit of my mental health. I'm getting this help for the benefit of myself. I'm getting this help because I need it. I need to get on the other side of this because the longer that I stay on this side of it, it will get worse and worse and worse. So I have to get better. I have to do this for myself because I mean the world to me. I deserve this for myself. I need me like anybody else needs me, but right now I need myself. I need to build myself back up. I need to get in a space where I can be. I need to get in that space where I'm not afraid of what's to come. I'm just doing what needs to be done so that I can get on the other side of this. I said all this to say, Please ask for help when you need it. Don't be afraid to say you need help. It's okay. Don't be afraid. Please don't be afraid. The quote for the day is, asking for help doesn't mean you're weak. It reveals strength even when you don't feel strength. Um, this was anonymous, but again, asking for help doesn't mean you're weak. It reveals strength even when you don't feel strong. And I'm going to end off on that. I want to thank you guys for tuning in today for to this episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, you guys.